Stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829. While supplies last, see store for details. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? This grown man ish podcast went back in for on a Sunday. What's going on, brother? I go with me. How you doing, my man? Yo, what's going on, Mr. Mike J? Out here, out here kicking it, man. Loving, uh, we have some good weather here in the old Indiana, old Nap Town. Just trying to, trying to live good and eat good, man. How about yourself? Chilling, man. Got my grown man ish t shirt on right now. Man, you know, going to record, get people, give, give people some heat. So those are coming soon, so we're still working out the kinks and everything. Like we always said before, both time and I, we're doing the trunk, you know, no limit style, which we'll talk about later in the show. So this is all independent black on black on saying, you know. <laughs> so we will still rise. That's right, man. So, man, I guess we should jump on. And before I get started, man, I got two shout-outs to give. My younger sister, Jaylen, graduated from high school, from Pike High School. She graduated. And then my little cousin, he graduated from college out in Cali, so he's going to UC Santa Cruz, man. So shout out to my cousin Malik, shout out to my sister Jalen from graduating high school, man. I'm old. I'm I'm you know, they were born. I'm like holding and changing diapers and all that type of stuff. So graduated no eighteen years later, which is eighteen years from you know for the time I graduated high school. It's crazy. Time has slew on by, but I definitely want to get them. Yeah, man. So I, I definitely want to do the same. I got some, some some pretty significant things happening in the in the Bowtie Fresh family. So first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to my stepmom, uh, as my as my uh, my my kids call her Granny. Uh, she had a birthday this this past week, so definitely want to big give her a big shout out. Uh, she's a wonder, wonderful woman. Um, her her and my pops have been together for quite some time. She came in and and she supports my pops. She pushes my pops. She's a, f- a fantastic woman. She brought me, or I should say, brought me in, but she accepted me in, treats me like, well, you know, like her own, and I definitely respect her, love her very much. So definitely shout out to you, uh, Ganny. Definitely shout out. Happy birthday to you. Um, shout also out. Want to give a shout out. That's right. That's right. Uh, shout out also to my sister for bringing my niece into this world. Um, I had I had a niece born this past week as well. Baby Maddie is here. Uh, baby Maddie is beautiful, uh, sparkling baby. Um, I believe she was 19 and a half inches long. I forgot how much this she weighed, though. But uh, nonetheless, a, a, a blessing to, to to the Bowtie Fresh family. Um, very happy uh, for for my for my sister for and for her fiance. But um, just happy to have a, a healthy, blessed baby coming into the Bowtie Fresh family, so we can spoil. So um, she she is the first female granddaughter for 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 my pops. Uh, so uh, my stepmom, so uh, she's definitely going to probably be spoiled and, and get a lot of preferential treatment. And, you know, my two sons and my nephew, she, baby Maddie is probably going to grow up and, and probably put the work to them or at least have them doing her, her, her henchman yeah. type work. So definitely uh, happy about that. And then last but not least, I want to give a shout-out to my own son for graduating kindergarten this past week. Man, my son – 
not only did he graduate kindergarten, but he was um, uh, he received the highest academic honor uh, for kindergartners, uh, pretty much the the equivalent to a valedictorian. So he had the highest GPA and the highest point total out of all of kindergarten. Um, so he received that award during graduation as well. So, of course, you know, I cannot um, express how happy and how proud I am of, of, of my own son, my own seed. Um, those who know my son, my youngest, he's very much like his father. He's an extrovert, talks to everybody, loves to have a good time, but very smart and knows how to buckle down. So um, I want to give a shout-out to my son uh, for, for doing a damn thing and for representing very well. My son is the only minority uh, in kindergarten in his school. Um, when I say the only minority, I mean of of any kind, not just black. <laughs> I mean, he's the only minority. So um, I definitely uh, was extremely proud of him sitting in that graduation um, around all those other parents. And when they announced that to see uh, my black son, my black man, my young black boy walk across that stage and receive that highest honor, uh, it, it was an amazing feeling, man. I, I almost shed a thug tear for my, for my little dude, man. So uh, definitely a big week uh, for the Bowtie Fresh family. Again, much love to my sister, much love to baby Maddie, much love to my stepmom, um, and, and for my son as well, man. Great, man. Congrats. I, mean, I seen I seen the powder youngster rocking the powder blue, man. So he's oh you know, yeah, I had him dapper. <laughs> Sounding like your daddy uh, out there, man. Boy had that powder blue like he's one. The Teddy Brass uh, backup singers, man. He was in there getting it, though. <laughs> man, you know, hey, he, he takes, takes after his daddy and his granddaddy, you know. And next thing you know, he'll be wearing dress shoes with jeans. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, straight tuck in the jersey. <laughs> hey, man. Trump news, man. We got a, we got, we got a really good show. I'm excited, man. So, man, I'm going to Man, he had an interesting week, man. It was so much. That's how delivered to four things. So my man met with Kim Kardashian this week. Uh, she wants to talk about trying to get somebody uh, pardoned. I think it's uh, Alice Marie Johnson, if I am correct. You know, so it was interesting. It's, you know, all the people have been doing about reform, prison reform, that she gets a meeting with uh with Well, I'm sure it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kim, you know, I just wanted to know did you doing a great job. You're doing a great, very good job. So tell me about Chloe and Tristan. Oh, I bet you we did it. <laughs> I know I would have. You know, so he probably was asking all type of options and everything. So that was crazy, man. Can you believe that hey. we had time in the year 20, of our Lord 2018 that Kim Kardashian would go to the hell talk about prison reform? Right, man. Like, of all things, Kim Kardashian <laughs> in the White House talking about pardoning somebody. Yeah, hey, man. She, she, she she she's come she's come a long way from from her from from the robe days of Ray J, man. She's come a long way. <laughs> In shout some regards. Out the, shout out to the guy out of Ray J, man. You only need one wish. <laughs> Wait a minute. Man. Hey, man. So then my man, like one of the earliest presidential pardons ever, he pardoned Denise Souza. And for those who don't know Denise Souza, he's like a conservative person. Uh, got in trouble with campaign fraud. Uh, he's made I was gonna say, wasn't that the campaign fraud? Yeah, he made com- some you know really bad comments about Obama and other things. So uh, you know they say you know Trump gave him a pardon, which is crazy because very rarely people pardon early in their presidency. Most people do that at the end. He's not even halfway mm-hmm. through. I think he's at five. Right. Is it five hundred days or four hundred seven? Even when 
hitting the very early. Yeah, so very early in his presidency to pardon somebody. So I was a shock. And shout out to them. You know, he got mad at, at the Miller investigation on Twitter, but we spent more money. He's thinking Miller investigation is $17 million. We spent more money as a country but him going to his properties and golf courses, you know, doing this, I mean, more than the Miller investigation. So that's just a little tidbit I've seen on right. ABC. So after that, oh, man, did you see him at the campaign rally? So he's in oh, Tennessee. Yeah. Talk- <laughs> yeah. So he's in, he's in Tennessee. <laughs> at, the, at the heart of his base. <laughs> yeah, he's in Tennessee. He's talking about, I don't want to cause trouble. Mexico's going to pay for the wall and they're going to like it. Yo, Mexico already ain't with the shit. They already said they ain't going to pay right. for it. Yo, the former president right. of Mexico ain't damn sure ain't with it. They are not going to pay for that damn wall. I mean, right. I don't know. I mean, and the people they keep falling for, it's just like, damn, I don't know who's more stupid, him or the people who follow him. Or the you know, people, know, yeah, the people who are falling all over. Yeah, man. Now, if you're rich, I can understand them. You want to roll with them because, you know, your money's you get keeping money. But when you're not rich, I don't understand why you roll with them. But, you know, that's just me. So shout out, you know, shout, shout out, out to Kanye West. Shout out to, our, <laughs> no, know. Right? Shout out to all, all nominal uh, Listeners, we see you, <laughs> but yeah, man. So, right. And so let's go ahead. Uh, you got anything else to add about about Trump, man? Oh, nah, man. I really don't want to spend too much time on that dude. I try not to, man. I try to get y'all through. Right, right. Point, but hey, man, extra mail this week. Hey, Bowtie, tell everybody about that FBI agent, <laughs> man. He was, he was out here wilding. <laughs> hey, hey, man. He was he was feeling himself, boy. He was getting loose too. So for those who don't know. Uh, FBI agent was I'm not sure if it was like a party or reception or something like that. I think like it was at that. a club. It sure was why. a nightclub. Oh, was it a club? See, I, I couldn't yeah, I couldn't said, tell from the footage. I didn't know if it was a club nah, or not. Nah, but I thought when I read it, it said the nightclub. Okay, so this FBI agent is uh, getting getting his boogie on. You know, he's dancing, and then he goes uh, he, he he goes far left. So my man. Hits a backflip in the middle of his dance uh, routine or his dance move. He hits a backflip, and his service gun falls out. So not, I mean, so he he he's real cool with. He goes to pick it up, but as he goes to pick it up, man, uh, a round goes off. The gun goes off, and I believe that it, it grazed a, a man that was nearby. But the, the man's going to be okay. But nonetheless, yeah. can you imagine being an FBI agent? You 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 know you out there you percolating and and, and doing the sprinkler doing the burning yeah. and all that type of stuff. You hit the you hit the backflip and inadvertently shoot yeah. somebody as an FBI agent. Yeah, man, let me ask you. another funny part about it is man, he strolled off real smooth with it though. Like uh, like the gun went off and he still just tucked it in and just kind of walked off like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm out of here. Let me, <laughs> let me let me jump in right here, both sides. Let me. Hey, I, I can get what song do you think was playing when my man was getting? I kind of got a feel I know what was playing, but I want to see if you and I. Oh were man, same it was my it was Montel Jordan. This is how I we do it. You already know. I knew it was just how we do it, man. I knew it was just how we do it. I knew it, man. Whatever hey, reason, we got our Caucasian friends in. This is how we do it. Come on, they just lose their mind. They, they, get loose. they probably was they playing get something loose, like. It was, probably, it, it was probably it was probably that daggone the the, the part where uh, Montel Jordan was talking about being in the daggone Jeep. I think it was the first oh. part of the second stanza, man. Oh, and they talking about when he slowed it down. And you, yeah, you talking about that part? Yeah, 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 man. <laughs> uh, yeah, they get it. Like I said, when you both can keep yours in the six folk, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, right. The party's underway. <laughs> and right when he said the party's <laughs> underway, I bet that's where the back of the came like, in at. Right, he was there. like, "Yo, fuck, I'm feeling myself." <laughs> I'm about to show out. 
He probably didn't have some some fireballs and all that type of stuff. You know, you know, good good old white drink. Jager bomb. Um, yeah, I know, right? Probably some past blue ribbon. Get a little good couple PBRs in. He's like, fuck it, I'm gonna go ahead and hit say, this. Yeah, you gotta throw a PBR in there. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go ahead and hit this damn flip on me. I don't even know what that is. And I'm gonna ask you this. Now I'm not gonna ask. I'm gonna tell you what I would happen now. If I was a, the person who just got shot, y'all, I would have did two things. Either I would have shook like Wayman did on Low Down Dirty Shame. <laughs> or, or, I'm about, no, you, oh, you got the hammer no. off on the club? Oh, full fledged shaking. Hell no. He had that Wayman had that ill ass shoulder shake too. It was yeah, almost a little should... Uzi Vert esque. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll talk about a little Uzi Vert esque later. But yeah, I would either let, I would shook like Wayman or what was it Wayman Harris? He was like Wayman Harris. Or I would have laid out like my man on, on like uh like old man on the butter room, he got shot trying to predict, uh, trying to protect Kyle. You know, and uh, what's his name? Shep <laughs> got shot, and he just like Shep laid there, and, like, and then his head rolled back. Oh damn, they getting all type of dumps. Sorry, y'all, we watching the game while we recording. But yeah, man, I would just lay there, but I probably would hit the Wayman shake, dog. Oh, and stuffly, you know, if I find us the FBI that I got hit with the hammer. Oh man, I'm talking about I'm talking about all type of stress oh, and I can't go to work. Oh yeah, hey, I'm, yeah, I'm anguish. I'm 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 just gonna lay there. I'm gonna be like somebody call my mama. Oh man, <laughs> I'm laying there. I'm Don't move shake. me. I'm on shake. I'm like yeah, you know I'm like I want, I'm I want like, every bit of my I want every bit of my money. Trump out there spending all kind of money to, on his trips and stuff. Anyway, I know y'all got a little change to break uh, me off with. I done got shot by FBI for agent. Friend, because my man, not because cause my. Man wants to do the backflip on this is how we do it. Man, you his money, man. So I thought that was very interesting, man. So, you know, a lot of the last few weeks we've been having school shootings and everything else, but glad we were able to get some levity. But, you know, yeah, man. So after, you know, you know, so after the levity goes now, we're going to talk about serious. So, uh, I know. Oh, yeah, man. Go, 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 out. go ahead and hit him with this this next incident, brother. So we were talking about, uh, Day- I think his name was Dayon Davis. Uh, I kind of mm-hmm. he's like he was 15 yeah. at the time, and he him and his partners they wanted to go buy some Jordans off of they met a guy I think on Facebook, so they were gonna meet up and trade. So so the kid died, he stole the Jordans, but his but his man's pulled out the hammer. He was 15 at the time, he's 18 now. This kid got five mm-hmm. years in prison, five years in prison for a man bringing out the hammer when he was 15 and 10 years probation. Yeah. I went on. You know, we we laugh and joke about this, but man, you know, like we talk, we talk about Kim Kardashian in prison reform. This young man's life is ruined. I'm saying his life is over. But imagine you're 18 years old, you ready to go to you know jail for five years of your, of your life over some Jordans. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Over some he was 15 years old. When I seen this, I I text both. I was like, yo, we got to discuss this, man. And we know we always right. talk about black excellence and those type of things, man. But it's really it really talks about how we had, we need to vote, y'all. I mean, I ain't telling you who to vote for. Absolutely. But I think you need to vote in your favor for these judges and all this type of stuff. You know, a lot of people say I only vote for president. I mean, that's grand and everything. But the, these are the tastemakers, your judges, people who you know your local authorities. So to somebody right. gets my like five years in the pen and ten years probation, bro. So he's gonna come out. He's he's thirty three years old, but something he happened when he was fifteen. So he's gonna have the next eighteen years of his life affected by yeah. one bad decision. For he didn't pull it; he stole the shoes. That's one thing. But come right. on, man. So, both, so give but, me a thought. Honestly, I mean, does that? I mean, I, I agree with you one hundred percent. I definitely. 
am an advocate for individuals to get out and vote at every level, whether it's, you know, especially the local levels or presidential or what have you, um, because those, that's where a lot of the, the heavy decisions are made. So uh, definitely 100% agree with you on that, uh, Mike J. My thing is, is that I'm not sure. I, it happened when he was 15. He's 18 now. Um, I, I understand that they're going to probably try to say he was an accessory or what have you, but he's an individual that did not pull the gun. So do I think he should be penalized for the theft in some way, shape, form, or fashion? Yes. Um, but five years in prison uh, with 10 years of probation, for to me, in my opinion, for him just to have stolen some shoes, that's a bit excessive. Um, Again, I know that there was a gun involved and his friend pulled the gun and so forth and so on, but for him, you know, just just not having the gun or whatnot but being there, I think that's a bit excessive. Like Mike J said, this this young man, this individual is going to be in the system for 30 until he's the age of 33 um, for, for this one bad decision as an adolescent. I, that, that's 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 crazy. Um, he's not going to, unfortunately, he's not going to be able. I, I hope that I'm wrong, but I don't feel like he's going to be able to be as productive or prosperous um, in, in our society. He's going to have that stigma. He's going to have that label. He's going to have all these things attached to him, um, even post the 10-year probation. Um, so I, it's just a lot to put on an individual or an adolescent uh, for something that happened when they were 15. Um, and especially for, for something like theft. Um, I see there, there's a lot of cases that you read about and hear about, you know, that are similar, and individuals don't get that type of punishment. So it's kind of like, you know, why now? Is it because, you know, you, you, I hate to always bring race into it, but is it because he's black? Is it something that, you know, a lot of individuals are um, saying that, you know, the young black men are, are being conditioned and, and sabotaged as they're growing up? And, I mean, I believe there's some truth to that, but, you know, I can't 100% speak on that. But it just makes me wonder what's going on, man. So definitely, um, you know, prayers to that brother, you know, as, as he goes through that. Um, and, and hopefully he can, he can turn something positive out of this in, in later parts of his life. Yeah, so, you know, we definitely, man, want to talk about it. That's one of the parts. We we get a lot of jokes off of extra, extra mayo. We talk about our different stories and those type of things. But things like prison reform and everything where you can see privilege come in at a high level, that's another thing we can see right. extra mayo. So that's just something that we definitely want. We're going to address all the time. All right, my brother. So, hey, man, no I guess it's the... I guess it's the fun part, man. Well, not really fun. This was another – the Twizzler this week was funny on one, but sad on the other, man. So, uh, hey, I'm going to give you your pick, oh, yeah. man. You want to do funny or sad, bro? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm going to do the funny – I'm, I'm going to do the kind of funny one just, just because I, it impacts me a little bit uh, from the standpoint that I was, I, I was a fan at a young age. So, I'm going to give the Twizzler to Roseanne Barr. Uh, Roseanne <laughs> Arnold, Roseanne Barr, Roseanne, chubby, fat, white, broad, whatever you want to call her. Uh, she got on Twitter um, this past week, made some pretty vile uh, comments, some pretty disgusting comments um, all along the lines of race, hate, and things of that nature. So she uh, referred to uh, Valerie Jarrett, who was uh, a member of uh, Barack Obama's uh, White House um, crew. We'll just say that because I can't remember her exact role. Um, Man, I think she was an advisor. An advisor. So uh, Roseanne so. said that Miss Va- Miss Valerie Jarrett looked um, like that, or, or she was um, the, the a breed or crossbreed between someone from Planet of the Apes and a terrorist, um, referring to um, Muslim connections. Um, and, and it was just it was just despicable to to refer to someone 
that's uh, African-American descent um, and referring to individuals um, as apes or monkeys and then making reference to terrorists just because of um, a Muslim uh, Muslim connections to, to infer or that individuals that are that are Muslim are terrorists. It's just despicable. Um, so she made some pretty trifling comments. She tried to backpedal and cover it up, and, you know, no one's buying it. She tried to say that she was on Ambien when she said it. And the funny thing is Mike J and yeah. I were talking about this, and Ambien came back out and, and tweeted. Um, they put her they put her on blast and said, yeah, uh, racial racial comments or race, racially insensitive comments and something else are not side effects of Ambien. So we doubt that our product has anything to do with, with what you said. Um also, she, you know, she, she had a reboot of her show that was on ABC, and it was promptly canceled um, after these uh, comments. So it, it sucks because someone like her um, <clears throat> is, is, feels free enough to say these comments, to make these comments. Um, I think it's terrible or, on the, from the stance of that her words have affected all of those other individuals on that show that pretty much aren't were not working, not getting much work. You know, so she you know affected her check and their check. That may be John Goodman. I know John Goodman was doing some work here and there, um, but for 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 Bowtie Fresh, like the the original Roseanne show, like I was a huge fan of the original show. Like growing up, I remember you going home and. You know, making sure I was watching it at 6:30 on Fox 59 here in Indy. <laughs> I mean, that was when it came on, and, and I, you know, I made sure you know my homework was done, and you know I was ready to go. And it was, was one of those shows for me that I always watched, and it it, it sucks because you know it, it was a, a big part of my childhood. It was one of my childhood shows, and um, just growing up, you know, and becoming mature, and 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 the dynamic of our of our the climate of our social um, of our society right now. Is, kind of fucked up and and you know she feels like she's one of those people that can come out and say stuff and you know somewhat get away with it yeah her show was canceled and she's getting drugged you know from here to idaho about it but um it's it's kind of sad but roseanne you are definitely getting you're getting that that lanford size industrial factory working (laughs) no nail polish chubby finger having <laughs> Twizzler this so, week. Toes you, looking, you like, get, many, you're getting toes looking like many Franks. <laughs> Man, she's she's get she's uh, getting that Twizzler. She's 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 gonna get that that Twizzler that's been in the vending machine for like three and a half months and it's a little stale even when you open the package. That's the Twizzler she's getting. Yeah, man, I like the first Roseanne, man. You know, since they get the Twizzler, yeah, my man, favorite I episode love when, when when Dan threw my mask threw my mask to the door. You remember that episode? Oh, he yeah. called him Darlene yeah, Dead. Yeah. <laughs> what was it, David? <laughs> yeah, he called him David. Dan was, was putting in work. David was, I mean, Dan was with the shits at all times, man. And then yeah, he beat man. up a uh, yeah. beat up old girl, old girl's husband who was beating on her. I, I was gonna say, remember he that was an episode I remember. He beat up a uh, old girl's husband. Uh, God, I can't remember her name. She was the red, tall, Becky. redhead uh, chick. Oh, it wasn't Becky. Uh, oh, oh no, it wasn't Becky. Crystal. It was it was Rose Crystal. Yeah. Yeah, Crystal. I remember that. But man, my favorite episodes from the original Roseanne was those Halloween episodes, man. Like they they went hard on those episodes, and they were generally some pretty good episodes overall. But you know, nonetheless, Roseanne, you know your True Color show, you know. So you getting that Twizzler? You getting that old stale two month old in the in the vending machine Twizzler? So you know that's all about all I got for Roseanne, Mike J. What you got for? 
Uh, this is that Twizzler, man, but I want to talk about uh, Matthew Martin, man. So Matthew Martin, white guy, he hit and killed a black man. He hit a black man with a pedestrian. He hit him with his car. Sad story. So then my gets on Snapchat. Well, and they guess they asked about the damage. He's like, yeah, this is the damage. You know, it can get buffed out. I hit a nigger. You know, they yeah. talked about it very casually. So, I mean, usually we don't, I mean, so, so Matthew Martin, he can get like the Twizzler, there was a grappling hook that he could sit the toys alone and running up his <laughs> running up his ass and that's what he would get to take a human life and talk about it so casually and then to throw a right, right. floor behind that is beyond sickness. So Matthew Martin, you can go ahead and get that. I don't waste too much breath on on you, but go ahead and get the Twizzler. You know, put it down your throat, up your behind it, around your throat, and die because that will that was sickness. So you know, definitely rest in peace to Real Lewis. You know, I was about to say, like that, that, rest in peace to Rail Lewis, prayers to his family, and, you know, hopefully there's some type of justice that may be served uh, with this incident. All right, man. So let's switch on up the sports, bro. So the Warriors and Cavs are going on. So obviously game two is going on right now. So we're not going to talk right about now. that. Yeah, so we know we were a little late, you know, just things, you know, life happening here lately. So, so game two is going on now. But let's talk about game one. You know, let's, let's, LeBron had 51, 8, and 8. And they still lost, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, what do you? What, I mean, we've talked. We've seen some great finals performances before. You know, I've seen Jordan. You know, he had. To, we'll talk about his great game he had. Yeah, more multiple great games. But we we'll talk about the shrug game later. As a Pacer fan, I watched Kobe Bryant rip my out in game four of the, of the 2000 finals when Shaq fired out and Kobe went off in overtime. They won the game. But where do you rank 50? Hey. Where, where do you rank uh, LeBron 51, eight and eight? Man, that's up there, bro. I mean, that that I mean, that's honestly one of those top performances in my in my book. I, I, I'm, for me, I want to say top five. You know, performances. I mean, you mentioned some some great some great games, the Kobe performance, uh, Reggie Miller's performance that we're going to talk about. You know, I'm a Bulls fan, couldn't stand the Pacers, but I respect Reggie. Man, he was a killer. Um, he has great performances. You know, Jordan has several, but I definitely think that 51 eight and eight is is up there, probably top five all perform all time performances in my opinion, my book. Uh, there's just nothing that that LeBron has shown that there's nothing that he won't do, and he's shown that there's not anything that he can't do. Like that man is literally playing out of his mind. He's playing on such uh, such another level that that we probably haven't seen before or seen in a long time. But honestly, the, the things that he's doing right now, I can say as as huge of a Jordan fan as I am, the way he's played the la- the last few games of these playoffs, you know, having to get past Boston and and that game one, I mean, this dude is out of this world, man. I mean, and and that's you know that that's just giving him respect, man. I'm not a I'm not a huge LeBron fan. I'm not a stand or anything like that. But I respect talent. I respect heart. That man is literally doing everything possible that that he has to to try to win games. Um, so I know that 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 law that game one loss was heartbreaking because that was a chance for them to go into Oracle and get one. Um, yeah. Of course, we're, of course, you know we we we're going to talk about what the hell was Jr. thinking. You know that that, that that's just <laughs> natural. But you know, I I look at some of, some of the other missed opportunities. Uh, of course, George Hill's free throw. Oh, um, that you know that that's different. You know, nap, Naptown Nay. Huh? I had a feeling he was going to miss it. Like I tell so that I. was late. So I was like, man, he going to nut one of these up, man. And surely, surely yeah. enough, it, man. It hurt my soul. Not that I'm a Cavs fan, but anybody from Naptown, man, you know. Naptown, man, yeah. Good. And shout out to France because France has been showing us love. So shout out to France. 
Uptown France is Indianapolis, Indiana. Shout out to France. France is showing us mad love. Yeah, man. major love, man. Yeah, definitely shout out to France for sure. Um, but like I said, man, like, like, I mean, the, the question is, Mike J, what the hell was J.R. Smith doing? What was he thinking? Hey, did you, did you see the memes? Not did you, did the you see the memes in, in the gist, yo? You oh, see the one he goodness, was like, he was man. going towards the Henny? <laughs> yeah, yo, the liquor man, store and the Henny. Just, yeah. I, I just think he was checked out. I think he thought it was, they were up. He was like, man, I'm going to get this rebound. And I, that's all I can say. Is I think he just did the score and he just, just yeah. dribbled out. I that you know yeah. I, that's just what it was. I think you know he was you know and it, it's an excuse because people were talking about the old Chris Webber thing and that's different because that's in college just one game is over. But theoretically yeah. this is I mean the Cavs still have a chance to to win the series. Oh, he wasn't checked mentally so checked in. One thing, go ahead. I was I was gonna say one thing that that mentally checked in or not as far as the score or anything like that. I'm a huge. I'm a, a player of basketball. Played basketball all my life. Love the game. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a connoisseur of the sport of all facets. If I'm J.R. Smith and I get that rebound and the position that he had, if you go back, watch the tape, watch it over and over again, watch it in slow mo or whatever, the position that he got that rebound in, where he was at, he could have very easily had a putback. You know, tipped it back in. He, the way he grabbed it, he's athletic enough where he could have just, you know, laid it right there. He was at the rim. So I can care less, you know, you know that there's time still on the clock. If you get that ball and you're in that position, why – basic basketball, why do you not just immediately right there at the basket, either put it back up, even if you come down with it and go right back up, you're right there. You've got time. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I don't understand. I really – I, I could care less about what he thought about the score or anything like that. It's like, bruh, you're there. Get the bucket. You know what I mean? Like, he had he had position. The hit the 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 uh, the I forgot who was under the basket, but they were literally under the rim, so they really weren't going to be able to contest it very much. I mean, it's like, bruh, what are you doing? I, I have no I mean, idea. What the I, hell he was I agree, but I mean, but also I think it's knowing because okay if they let's just say if they he thought that they were up by one and he scored and they get it in his mind they were up by three which they were not because it would have been it would have been they'd have been right, up right. by two but still that still Absolutely. gave Golden State enough time to come down and hit a three to win it or to tie it up it's just the fact of you have to be mentally engaged checking to the game I mean we could talk about I, I agree I mean neither one of us are wrong but that's on him you have to be oh, yeah. engaged and know like damn what's the damn score. And it's like it's not like the screen right. course, like it's not like you know where you had you can't look up. It's screens everywhere. I mean, I'm sure it was tough. So I I don't know. Damn, he just broke the three too. But yeah, it's just uh, damn. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm watching the game while we record this. Kevin Love's got his stuff. Baited. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna hit him with that. Get that shit out of here. Baited. But yeah, man. Oh, yeah, Jr. Man, his line wasn't in the game. But you know, just I mean, you got to think. LeBron had 51 and eight. It took. Uh, Jr. a blunder. It took George Hill to, uh, missing a one in one and one. It cut that controversial call from a charge block, and Cleveland still oh, could have yeah. won the game. So, you know, it's, right, right. it's just those things, man, that I find very interesting in the series. But before we jump to the game, yo, did you see the press conference with LeBron? Oh yeah. Let <laughs> yeah, so, you this. My, my, man. my man grabbed his bag. I was like, you know what? I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> oh, he his bag like a bag bitch. You know what I'm saying? He grabbed his yeah, LeBron that forty five dollar purse like a bad bitch and walked right on. He sauntered right on out. Hey, 
<laughs> man, he 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 stormed he stormed out like like a uh, like an angry he mom at, at an after school meeting with the teacher, and they got evidence on your kid. He just just stormed yeah. out the room like that's nah, that's he how stomped. he moved. That nigga took that forty five thousand dollars first song so that like a bitch. But uh, <laughs> yo, he's out. That's crazy, man. So let me ask you before we get to talk about the shrug game. Would you ever? Would you rock the fit LeBron had? The the short suit fit. Yeah. I'll rock it. So right. we, did a poll, we did a poll on Twitter. Uh, we did a grown man poll. So we had over, you know, like two through three hundred votes. So it was just, we do these from time to time. And it was, and it's uh, Mina Kimes from ESPN. She put up a picture of Michael Jordan doing his finals appearance. Yo, he had the extra sixty jeans. He had a frayed. Uh, he had the frayed. What's his name? <laughs> uh, the, the frayed bottom. So we did a poll, and I'm pulling them up here, so you know to see where the, where the final numbers were. I'm 68, percent but let me make sure and check it out, man. Uh, so we did a poll: who had the worst finals? Uh, worst finals match. So MJ, 68, percent So Bowtie, you would wear the short, the the, the short set. The short. Yeah, suit? I, I, I can. I, yeah, I rock. I rock the short suit. I think I can pull it off. I'm a pretty dapper guy. What about the purse? I, I don't know if I can rock the the man purse. I don't know if I could do that. Uh, I, I, maybe some type of so maybe some type of you know briefcase or satchel or something like that. You know I could rock that, but I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could do the 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 the, the purse thing that he had. That's just not my style. You know, no no shade <laughs> or anything like that. No, no, no. That's just not my style. <laughs> no, I was in the mall yesterday, and uh, you know there was there was gentleman. He was getting his eyebrows done, and he was getting his beard threaded. So, did you ever get the beard threaded and your eyebrows done? No. Yeah, I had never no, seen that's, a that's man a, do it before, and I just, it threw me. It. I've heard, it I've, threw seen, me. I, I've seen, uh, I've seen uh, individuals or, or guys that um, had their had their uh, eyebrows threaded. I've never seen someone have their beard threaded or anything like that, but I've I've seen. Eyebrows done on a guy. I have seen um, beard weave though. Seen uh, I've a, seen that on the internet. I've never, I've never seen a guy seen in person. Saw, saw saw one in person. Saw one oh. in person. This was like two. This Dude, was like two months ago. Uh, how could you tell? Huh? How could you oh, tell? It was, it was point. It was pointed out by uh, was out to lunch uh, here downtown Indy. It was pointed out by someone uh, that that I work with, and so the conversation came up, and she was bold enough to go over and spark up a conversation with the guy, and the guy said, yeah, and it was, I mean, I can't tell because I I don't know, um, like, weave and fake hair and all that, like, unless it's just overtly, you know, you know, not, you know, overtly obvious or whatever. Um, but I'm not a person that can be like, oh, she's got weave, or oh, he's got this or that. So I, I don't notice those type of things very often. Um, I just roll with it. Um, but to be around individuals that do, and they are able to spot it and point it out, it's very interesting. Um, but, I mean, dude, there was no shame in this game. He was like, oh, yeah, you know, he talk, told her that he went somewhere and got it or what have you. But, yeah, it was it was interesting. And, I mean, to me it looked real, but um, after after – the gentleman came over. We're kind of talking to our group. Like I could tell, um, but yeah. Oh man, well, well damn, you, you you learn something new every day, man. So we didn't talk about LeBron fifty-one eight and eight. 
with that with the fucking out like a bad bitch. So let's talk about something else that happened in nineteen ninety two. This was the show against the bow tie. I know you are I know you are a Jordan a Jordan fan of so I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you get the background on the on the shrug game, man. Ah, so shrug, <clears throat> excuse me, shrug game was the uh, Bulls going up against the uh, the Portland Trail Blazers, and MJ got hot, and uh, he hit um, six threes in the first half, um, thirty five points in the first half, including six threes, I believe it was. Um, uh, but and on that, I believe it was either the fifth or the sixth one. That's the one where he iconically, you know, turns to the camera, gives the shrug, and you got Cliff Robinson in the background, and he kind of like drops his head, like "damn." Um, so it was it was it was a big moment because Jordan got high and he put the nail in the coffin early um, in, in in that game for for the Chicago Bulls. So definitely a huge playoff performance. Uh, one of those that to, to me is a, is a top five. I don't know about top five. I'm going to say top ten. I'm going to say top ten because I could think of a few other yeah, performances that were good, but that was a hell of a damn game uh, for MJ and a hell of a damn performance because he's not known as a three-point shooter. Um, he is a volume, so he is a scorer, um, but the, at the rate that he was hitting those threes, he stepped into a few. Uh, I think he had like the second one was kind of this wide open in the corner. I know he stepped into those last two and knocked them down. Um, so it was, it, it was good stuff, man. So I definitely think Shrug Game goes down in history as one of the one of the, those uh, big time clutch performances. It also, also was a year to, or, or a year in a game or a series that Clyde Drexler was lighting the Bulls up. By the way, Clyde Drexler did give him fits. Him and uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Buck Williams. Bulls didn't have an answer for Buck Williams. I don't I don't know, understand. I don't understand why. It wasn't like Buck Williams was just doing some outlandish stuff, but man, Bulls did not have an answer for Buck. So, shout out, shout out to the OG. Well, let me let me tell you, let me tell you this: what I caught you in your conversation, you were getting ready to say MJ scored, and you changed the phrase. See, I caught that. I know you're a Jordan fan. There, you were going to say he's a value scorer, and I was going to just jump right on you like a pit bull in heat. Because, you know, you know, you know, the efficiency level numbers weren't the best. You know, you look at some of them games, my man was like 13 or 36. So, yeah, you like, yeah, you yeah, try, he was. You yeah, try, he was. You try, you, try to, you try to run it by your boy. Because I knew you was waiting in the wings, man. I, I, I Mike J, we, we'd have been, we'd have been friend, best friends for I don't know how long, man. I knew you was waiting in the wings. So I had to try man, to clean it up it. and start it on I by. Another MJ conversation. <laughs> hey, you remember you got Matt? I, I could take you back. You we ain't talked this in years, right? So I was, I was over at your house watching the '96 Sonics. Uh, it was the Sonics and the Bulls in the finals. Man, I had you so mad. Great a fight. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> it was me, you, <laughs> he, and your moms. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, I, <laughs> I get this. Yeah, I remember. Hot. I do remember that. I do remember that. I was pissed. I don't know what. I and do remember me, that. It's all, it's all a joke. Sometimes I get mad about stuff. The people who know me, when I know I'm ready for the shit, it's oh, whatever. Man. But but like ninety percent of my life is taking a joke, and I had him. He was hot. And I think he gets yeah, mad because I make him mad. Because <laughs> me, it's like it's a joke. I'm just gonna keep going. Because you know I'm quick, yeah. quick with the lever to crack the joke. So I haven't talked about that in like twenty, right down to 20 years. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, pretty I'm much, man. I, I give yeah, it to man. you though, man. You did get me, y'all. He did get me, both <laughs> grown man is fail. <laughs> I think I think he, I, th- I I think Cal had to say something. <laughs> <I think> Cal- <laughs> oh man! Oh so, man! Oh, so this was 
24 years ago, Reggie Miller had his iconic 25 in the Eastern Conference Finals, man. That's when he told uh, Spike Lee to you know, sit down, and Reggie grabbed his testicles and gave him the choke. Yeah. From Indiana, man, you see, because we've always got that hick type thing. You know, we ain't hick anything like that. You know, we from the big city, right. but uh, you know, hear that from the night game at that. So to beat the hated New York Knicks, man, somebody, you know, Reggie's not from Indiana, but he's homegrown. So he's somebody show out on the national set and had that rival with the Knicks. Right. And brother crowd. Now we lost the series because we lost game six. And I was like, damn. But, you know, that was an iconic moment, man. They still talking about that to this day. They did a 30 for 30 on the Pacers and Knicks. So the two teams to oh, win yeah, the championship man. to get a 30 for 30, you know, mm-hmm. it was an iconic thing for the town, man. So. Shout out to that. Hey, you know, and, and, and honestly, bro, uh, and, and Mike J knows this. I can't stand the damn Pacers. Uh, I give prop, I give props when props is due, uh, and, and definitely, you know, respect respect hard fought basketball games and wins. But I, honestly, man, I think that that Reggie that Reggie Miller performance might be in my. It might be able to squeak into fifth, maybe sixth in my all-time performance, man. Because Reggie put on a hell of a damn performance that that or a hell of a damn game that game, man. And I gotta give I gotta give Reggie props, man. I couldn't stand him, especially playing the Bulls and being a big Bulls fan and just being in the same uh, division and conference and all that type of stuff. Um, but man, I gotta give Reggie a performance, man. Like that that was a great performance by a player, bro. Uh, and, and like I said, I gotta, I gotta give props on that, man. They're not. Y'all won't hear Bowtie first say a lot of positive things about Reggie Miller or the Pacers in any fashion, but I, I definitely give him that one, man. That 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 was a hell of a damn performance, man, for real. And then and then like you said, just to show out, show off, and show out, you know, the man grabbing his unit and you know man, giving the no. choke sign to Spike Lee, and you know he 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 was jawing with Spike too, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It wasn't just like he done it and walked off, like he was jawing, man. So. Definitely major props and shout out to to to, to Miller time boom baby. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, shout out to Spike. You know he already Pip told him sit his ass down the next year and then and you know, invited him oh, to yeah. his, invited that man to his unit the year before. Man, that that take a lot of that take a lot of goals, <laughs> man. You know you you invite me to your unit, dog. We gonna have to scrap on that. I ain't no you know, right. Shout right. out to little Uzi Vert. <laughs> but, hey you know, man, we got to scrap it out. Uzi Vert. <laughs> hey man, but hey, what you think about Byron, Brian Colangelo? Hey man, how Brian Colangelo broke the burner Twitter's account. Oh man, I thought I just thought it was hilarious. I mean, I think it's funny that these guys are all coming out. You know, KD and amongst others, and now Colangelo. Everybody's got. I think I think there's a lot of folks that have them, and it's just slowly but surely somebody <laughs> catches a hold of it and it gets leaked or something like that. Uh, but I, I just think it's funny now. The part that the, the, the part that I am not a fan of is that you know he's taking a shot at his own team. Uh, that like that that's kind of bogus for you yeah. uh, to be in the position that you the, the position that you're in and to be taking shots at your your star players, MB Simmons uh, and Fultz. You know what I mean? Making different comments here and there. Uh, I think that's pretty damn garbage. You know, it doesn't it, as a, if I was one of the players, it wouldn't make me respect you anymore. And I also would be kind of leery of doing business with you. You know, down the line. Yeah. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But um, and this, she, she, I, the question has been raised. You know, a lot of people are talking about should Colangelo lose his job. I don't think I, I don't. I can't say I think that he should lose his job off of something like this. But uh, I not see the so fast. Not so fast, my friend. Not so fast, my friend. Yeah, and, and this is this because number one, all right. Say for instance that you're giving out tips, right? Now, in NBA, now, mm-hmm. sports gambling is illegal. 
So say for instance, you're giving Absolutely. out tips to to gamblers. He gotta go. Say say all right, you talked about you 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 gave information out about uh Jalil Okafor, somebody he swung the physical and all this type of stuff. Yo, these things this can can tilt the competitive balance in the NBA. It's, it's this is true. You got a good point. Court, it, got a good court, point. The great the quote the great Nino Brown. That's bigger than. This is about the NBA. He got to go. <laughs> he has to go. And who's going like, to do business with you? Like, well, damn, you're talking that's about no players. That's what I was and the Sixers have all that. You think an elite player is going to want to say, huh, let me go to the Sixers with a GM president is going to have burner accounts and talk bad about me after games and everything else. Like, yo, he, he got to go. We did a poll. 91% of yeah, our yeah. people on our that uh, Brian Clangel got to go. So we can differ, but I think he's going to go. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I definitely cool. see what you're saying. Yeah. So let me ask you this. You, you're a married man. You said it could have been his wife his wife doing this. So you're a married man. You want to keep the thing cool culture. So if it was your wife doing it, do you sell her out for your job? Do I sell her out for my job? Yeah, because uh, she, because nah. the rumor is it's her. So you know you would just be like, all right. So, and I'm just asking this in general. I'm not getting your business. I'm just hyping that. Uh, I mean, I I, I would just I, you know I would let her know like, you you did fucked up the bread. I mean, if it was her, be like, look, you did fucked up our money. You did messed it up. This was this was our income or whatnot. But uh, I, 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 I my my loyalty goes deeper than that. I, I couldn't sell out my wife. Uh, so I, I would. I would be looking to try, you know, invest my money and you know do what I can, but I I, I could not sell out my wife. So no, I'm not selling out my you, wife. Let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What if she was on the sword for you? Say it was me, baby. I did it. And even if it wasn't it was you, say? but say. she wanted to fall. What if she wanted to fall on the sword? What if you did it, but she was willing to fall yeah. on the sword? Would you let her do that for you? Uh, no. If it, if it was me and it came out, I had to take the hit like a man. I, I couldn't let my I couldn't let my wife fall on the sword. So no, I'm not ratting her out, and I'm not letting her take the rap for me. That's just that's you wouldn't ban Carson. You wouldn't so you, you wouldn't you wouldn't ban Carson her. No, <laughs> that's what Ben Carson did about that table. <laughs> no, no, it always goes no, back man, to I could, Trump. It I could, always goes back to Trump. I could. I couldn't do it, man. That, I mean, that's that's my uh, wife, and I mean, I'm sure he I'm sure he makes a lot of money and all that type of stuff. But you know, that's my wife, you know, and and. That, that, that's everything, you know what I'm saying. So I'm 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 yeah. a, I'm a roll with my wife. She, you're not taking the fall for me, and, and I and I can't I can't throw you under the bus. That's just that's just how that's how I roll, man. I'm like oh, I'm I like agree. a little boosty. Hey baby, give me that eight. No, <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey man, but Colangelo come from money because his daddy Colangelo, founder of the Phoenix Suns, yeah. who runs USA Basketball. Yeah, yeah. He's a white. He's a white man. He'll apologize and he'll get he'll he'll come back strong. So you know, I would do it. I was just curious to see what your your thoughts on it. I had a feeling, but you know, you always gotta ask. You know, things change. <laughs> but, all right, man. So, so <laughs> hey, man. So, so you got anything else for sports, man? No, nah, no, nah, I got I got I got nothing else for sports, man. I I want to want to get into this uh, into this game too. So all we'll right, talk about man. that next week. I'm. I'm yeah, man. So let's talk about man. It's been a lot of stuff in our in the entertainment this week. So I guess we'll we'll you know continue on with the Drake and Pusha T. Last last week time we talked to y'all, you know Pusha T hadn't dropped the Life of Adidon yet. So uh, both time when you heard, I remember sitting, mm-hmm. I texted everybody in our group chat. I said Pusha yeah. didn't respond. Have to listen. So I got a couple questions for you. So did it go with. too far? Did put no did put, did, put, nah. did Pusha go too far? No, I don't think so. 
I don't think he went too far. And the reason I say he didn't go too far was because Drake, Drake's the one that brought uh, my, my man's family into it. So if you yeah. bold enough or, you know, you, you brolic enough to start bringing my family into it, oh, it's no holes barred. I'm bringing everything. So I'm bringing, I'm bringing family, kids, illegitimate kids, bankruptcies, whatever I can find. I don't know. So, no, Pusha T didn't go too far. Drake opened up that can and, 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 and Pusha <laughs> T shoved it back up his ass. Because <laughs> King, 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 Push, King Push brought it. So, no, that's, that's the answer to question number one. What's question number two? <laughs> oh, let me see. Or what was your favorite lines, man? Oh man, okay. So my favorite line, and it stands, it stands out to me. My favorite line on that move, on that in that song, he came with so much heat. But the line when he said that uh, he cut his fro because it wouldn't nap enough. Oh my god, I'm <laughs> like, bruh, like that's just cold blooded. Because y'all know that Drake then went through all these different hair phases, you know, the turtleneck phase and the beard and yeah. all. He's been trying to, he's been trying to figure out what Black works. Identity. And when my man said. Yeah, when he said that he cut his fro because it didn't nap enough, I said, "Oh man, like this is interesting." <laughs> Pusha T has Pusha T has made this very personal, <laughs> very that's personal. The, that's like, the man, line. It's like this cat, bruh, bruh. So that that right there is my favorite line in that song, man. Just because of how personal it was, Pusha put some thought into that. Like it was, it was just one of them lines yeah. that was like, "My God, like this man, he, this man genuinely does not like you." <laughs> yeah. What about you, song. man? What, 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 was your, what was your favorite line in that, man? I know Number you are you know, king, and you like you like your diss of savagery. So, yeah, you are, you know how I like that's how I like the role. <laughs> so I feel like you can never go far enough. I feel like if it, you know <laughs> if it's if it's a bit a bit a bit of weakness, hey, you know it's just, it is it is to quote the the, the growth uh to quote the prophet Fifty Cent get the strap. <laughs> uh, when it comes to beef, I'm with the shit. <laughs> Whenever, whatever, whoever. Shout out to those gap tooth, gap tooth niggas. You know, I still, I still see you. But we know who you yo, are, nigga. Favorite... We know who you are. Yeah, <laughs> yo, bitch, you. <laughs> shout out to you and Yeah, <laughs> that's hey, what Drake should have rapped over. Shout out to, shout out to the one of my OG partners, man. But my OG partner, Mark. Mike, no, Mark. <laughs> my OG partner, oh. Mark. Like, you old bitch ass bitch. <laughs> you old bitch ass Boosie. bitch. <laughs> Shout out to Lil Boosie's daddy. He was just Lil Boosie's daddy. But, uh, <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> my favorite part, man, was talking about 40. Because, you know, 40 has multiple sclerosis. He was like, your man in yeah. 40s is over. Like, he 81. <laughs> he was just like, your man, tick, tick, tick. Six, six, six. I was like, oh, God. That is so <laughs> But it is yeah, so good. that was cutthroat. <laughs> yeah, man, it, 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 like, and I'm a petty type of cat, aka Petty Pablo. It reeked to my soul. I feel like my soul was awakened and I was resurrected. I feel like I came out the rose like, like a phoenix. I came out the tomb like Mumra from Thundercat, and I just embraced it. Because anytime we come with the shits, pettiness, whatever, I'm with it. I feel like I go far enough. I mean, I would have talked hey, about man. mom's relationships and. Thing like that. Yo, I also liked how he talked about his daddy with <laughs> Steve Harvey suits, man. Oh. Shout out to Drake, his daddy's mustache, yo, man. That mother, his mustache, like, it smells like Trey smoking ass. Yo, I know, I know it's not just stink. I don't trust nobody with a thick mustache like those at the top, man. Take your action jacket ass off. Oh, home, man. man. I would have been flaming the hell out of You know, Petty Pablo's back. I would have been flaming the hell out of his dad. You coming up over there, man, with those with them K and G Steve Harvey specials up. Oh, you wanna talk crazy? <laughs> but yeah, man, so let oh, me ask man. you this, man. 
do you think Drake? Because now the rumor is that Jake, the, the Drake called uh, Jake the Prince, and we don't want no smoke with Jake Prince and Ted to get on no, and get pushed off at all. <laughs> so, would you? I mean, do you? I mean, is to Drake? Do you just focus on just like making Scorpion, making hot hits, or you try? Do you try to come back one more time? No, I, I think it. I think at this point, it, it's one of those. I didn't lost. Let me just go ahead and move on about my day and keep making some hits, making this money. Uh, I, I, I don't. I do not think that Drake needs to make any other diss song toward King Push at all in any capacity. Yeah. It's over. It's uh, old, it's old it's, 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 young, 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 young money has taken some L's. You know, Remy oh, yeah. put it on Nicki, and now push it and put it on Drake. It's, it's you know what? It's just let's let it be. So no, no diss album. Just go back to making the money. Give us another hotline bling video, and we'll be happy. Yeah, man. So yeah, so yeah, I I agree, man. Just focus on the hits. I think Drake drops in a couple weeks. So won't nobody after after a few weeks, won't nobody be talking about this anymore. Just right, right now. you know, even my man Kachi in blackface, ride it on out. Right. All kinds of beef going on, man. So so we touched on it a couple of times. We made some comments and references to it. So, Mike J, give me your opinion on Lil Uzi Vert running up on, what, what what's his name? Rich, Rich the, the kid. kid. Hey, man, shut up yeah, man. Uzi Vert, man. He was with the shits, man. You know, he might shake his shoulders and kind of sauntery, but, yo, he was with the shits. <laughs> Even though hey, he was that's talking what to I him, said. man, he... And you know, look, you know, we talk about these dudes like being different from how we grew up, but they still from you know, environments where you know you still got to be able to defend yourself, however way you kick it. Lil Uzi Vert is ugly as hell. He looked like a Toxic Avenger, so you know that you know that little nigga ready to scratch all times. So he ran <laughs> up on the boy, and you know he was ready. He's with the shit, man. So, I mean, I, I never condone violence between two black men, but Rich the Kid was the one I was talking. You know, hey, that's what I was gonna say. Rich the Kid was talking very. It happens, yeah, man. Like Richard Key was that. talking extra reckless, man. Extra, extra. reckless. And Lil Uzi Vert was uh, Lil Uzi Vert said, "Look, I don't, I don't care what you think, what you saw in these videos, yeah. and shoulder shimmy and all that type of stuff. I'm coming at you. I'm coming at you yeah. back." So, like I said, like like Mike J said, you know, props to Uzi Vert for saying, "You know what, nigga? It's, it, this is what it is. You talking tough? Yeah. Let's see how tough you are, Tony. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying?" Did you him in the video? Because I couldn't tell. All I seen was somebody like jump huh? across he's, the couch. Yeah, he's. he's he swung on him, and Rich the Kid took off. <laughs> hey, man, he, he he ran like that white racist lawyer in New York ran with the umbrella, man. Oh, man. <laughs> yo, yo, dude was running yeah. like he could have been paying, like I said, slot receiver for the Patriots, like a little, a little racist white Wes Welker hey, or hey, uh, another little guy they had. Hey man, Rich, 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 the kid, Rich, the kid took off like Usain Bolt gave him the baton and the relay. Yeah, <laughs> he was gone. Hey. Took off. <laughs> Yeah, so I hey, shout out, shout out to Lil Uzi, man. I'm always somebody. I always talk to a man as a man and win with the shits, man. And just, yeah. like, it is what it is, man. So Rich the Kid, you, I, I never like listen to his music. I, I've seen his I name, but I, I don't listen to his music. So I was gonna say, I've seen his name. I couldn't tell you not one song that Rich the Kid is in, on, featured on, wrote. Walked by. I don't know anything about this dude except he was talking real records about about Vert and Vert rode yeah. up on him. I have no <laughs> idea who Rich the Kid is. Number one, a little troll rocking up on me. I'm like, damn, is that the little thing that Martin and Pam found that episode of Chilligan's <laughs> Island? <laughs> so, hey man, that nigga said that ain't no puppy. <laughs> yeah, that'd be the first thing if I seen Lil Uzi Vert and Vert. 
Oh man, the thing Children's Island has escaped. But you know, shout out to him, man. So hey, man, it's been you know, those cats have been out here wilding, man. So uh, all right, man. So these throwback albums that came out, man. So let's uh, did I put the I put the last dime? All right, let's talk about the last dime. The last dime, man. Master so, P, the car. Give me the imp- <laughs> Before you get to the songs, give me the impact of the last dime for you. Because I buy it. I just listen to yours. So, yeah, I uh, bought it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I bought it. Uh, I will say that the, the, the last dime was pretty solid. Uh, I liked it. I, I will say the impact was not uh, – I don't think it was as big as, as Ghetto D was. Like, that, that was that was just uh, – you know, that, I, yeah, there's nothing you can say about Ghetto D, damn it. Like, it, it just is what it is. Uh, but the last dime was a lot of people put it up there as like, oh man, it was pivotal and this and that. Um, but I liked it. I liked it overall. Um, it, it, it was solid. You know, not, nothing, not a classic like some people may think. In my opinion, I don't no. think it was a classic, but I, I think it, I think it was, I think it was a solid album. You know, I read is. some think pieces on it, and it was just like the last dime was like too much, like him trying to be Tupac. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. it was it Agreed. was good, but it was just like I didn't actually have to have a double disc. Like, it, it could yeah, been, it was like it, it was like, like Master P trying to have Machiavelli. Yeah, it could. I mean, I understand he did it to get the bread, so shout out to P. But yeah, I uh, yeah. I definitely uh, I definitely had to sit back and uh and, and say that. But I mean, what was your favorite on that thing? Uh, my uh, excuse me, my favorite song on there it was uh, uh oh man it was Fiend and, and uh, oh man what's the name of the damn song uh, that War, war Wounds was Fiend yeah, that's Fiend my Mystical favorite. and Snoop Dogg take my yeah. War Wounds what my <laughs> War Wounds what I got a story to tell yeah. uh like that was my favorite song off of there um I didn't mind make them say uh part two uh that was cool um Black and White with with Silk the Shocker that was cool I like that song with Magic and C Murder uh let's get them. Yeah. Um, snitches with Snoop Dogg. That was another cut that was on there. That was about it, man. Um, I, w- I it, it was it was almost like a, it was almost like a compilation album for him. Like he had a, a like it was a ton of songs with a ton of different No Limit folks on there. Do you you know like Tom Bone? That was cut. It's P and Bone. Oh yeah, we, oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. What was it? Dead Gone or something like that? Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. That was another cut. Definitely yeah yeah. yeah. Soldiers and Riders. I think that, that yeah. you know, you know, every every uh, No Limit uh, album had like the they had like the the, the, the tank song where everybody yeah. was on it. So yeah, yeah man, so I, I, I gotta was, go. Last album was nice though. Yeah, some had some cuts on there. You remember the movie? <laughs> did you did you get oh, the movie? Oh yeah, last time movie was ill. Yeah, last time like the was son Ill. of wasn't he like I the son it. of a Italian <laughs> Don or something? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had that bad boy on VHS. <laughs> man. Yeah. Yo, we have to do. We got to play, man. We have to put up a poll and ask who was people's favorite no limit movie. So I got the hookup about it. The last dine, uh, was it Hot Boys? Was that a hot, hot, hot boys. Yeah, <laughs> that was the one where yeah. where, where Silk the Shocker was the main character. Yeah, <laughs> off that damn motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to put the poll up, man, on the Grown Man This Podcast. We'll throw that. We'll throw that up afterwards, man. So, yo. So the next album that came out twenty years ago, and uh, I'm gonna talk about this one more. Or well, we'll talk about it equally. Yes, yeah, sir. That's my brother. No, no, go ahead, man. Wu Tang, Wu Tang Forever dropped twenty years ago, and this was yes, like uh, you, you know, twenty years ago, man. So I remember, man, yo, because it's not like now where you know we got younger listeners. Like you can just stream the joint. I'm like it was twenty ninety nine. That's like nineteen. 
we were going to what our junior yeah. year of, of high school. So twenty high school, bucks, yeah. yo, like, that's that's an investment. But yo, man, I, I man, we still listening that all the time. Of course, everybody like trying. Hey, I remember. <laughs> I remember I had like I, I had I had a junior year in high school I had a little a little, little Becky action going on she paid for half of mine. <laughs> yeah man, it was it was like it was that like, I didn't have to like start getting the swag till I got my car, well the second car. But uh, <laughs> and I uh I rocked that uh, I liked the uh, what was that MGM was it MGM uh I liked it yours even though that whole uh you got verse of uh. Super physique like Raphael Sadiq, that was always kind of problematic. To me. Yeah, it was just like, yo, why are you talking about you having a super freak physique like Raphael Sadiq? I mean, right, it was, right. it was fine, but I'm like, yo, one thing about having a freak physique, Raphael Sadiq is never in my damn like wheelhouse. <laughs> so you know, I like, <laughs> yo, I like that man. I like you know, when I think it was Bells of War, MGM with the song. It was like, yo, Mike Gack, yeah, yeah, MGM was going and Rizzo was like, out there, yo, short, you don't need to go to yo, just take pop in the Wu-Tang CD, man, that's you good. <laughs> so, right. You know, that, that, was, that was it, man, but I, you know, I didn't, I mean, I liked Wu-Tang forever, it was like, like I hadn't listened it wasn't to Wasn't Triumph on that, on that yeah, album? Triumph, yeah, Triumph was the first thing. I mean, I like yeah. Reunited, Triumph, MGM, I think Bells of War, of course. Uh, um, we still listen to the shit, dog shit by ODB. Dog, but, uh, yeah, I was gonna say, what about dog with with the ODB dog shit? Yeah. That was one. Yeah. It had some it had some cuts on there, but I just hadn't listened to it in a in a long time, man. So I just thought that was thought that was damn pretty damn interesting, man. So <laughs> black shampoo, I remember black yeah. shampoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they had some they had some cuts on that bad boy, man. But uh, yeah, so you know. That's definitely, man. So it's interesting to see these albums like 20 years later, considering we were in high school, well, going into our junior year of high school when these albums were coming out. So, yeah, it's yeah. definitely, you know, it's crazy, man. Time is, time is flowing by, man. So let's go, let's go ahead and skip to this movie thing, and we got, we'll talk about The Wire in and out, man. So 1991, bro, this week, the five heartbeats dropped. I know this is a classic. Oh, man. So give me your, classic. give me your favorite parts of the five heartbeats. Hey man, my, one of my one of my first and foremost favorite parts was when old Eddie Kane came back on him, and he had he had that sky blue outfit, that silver <laughs> sky blue outfit on. Oh him. yeah. Showed him in the parking lot. It's like, yo, nice like this. I wish that <laughs> raindrop would fall. Yo, my man's term was hey, all crazy. Hey, he, he said, man, y'all y'all can't roll with old Eddie Kane no more. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that piece. I like the the another one of my parts where my man uh when my man choir boy came out of a shell well, they was doing that little they was doing that little concert and he was, he came out with that high note and they were yeah. like go to church go to church <laughs> <laughs> that was a hey man your boy Robert Townsend was a daggone fool his outfits in that in that daggone movie was crazy and then probably right. my one of my my other favorite was uh when dresser and the and the old drill sergeant was having a dance oh, off yeah. and the drill sergeant said, "Hold my cane. You ain't Yeah, shit. he's like, yeah, he's like getting him. He was getting them them smokes in the hospital. Hey man. <laughs> hey man. Those were probably my three favorite parts of the movie, man. Uh for me, what about you, uh, bro? Uh, the one part when after Eddie Kane left and when they had the new singer and uh it was uh Duck's brother and it was Leon, oh, and, yeah. and they and they were, and they were uh, singing. They were singing that song in front of old girl. She and they started and Leon just started like gyrating his hips, and she fell out, and her oh, dude yeah. left her. That was ill as hell. Yeah. Uh, man, when uh, 
when in the Eddie man, Eddie was doing that damn cane. <laughs> he was trying to look in shame. Uh, I like the part of Big oh, Red yeah, hung, yeah. hung over boy over the damn hung balcony. dude over the couch. I was about to say, I just I just thought about that too. He said, yeah. "My hours are what? <laughs> Nine <laughs> to five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey man, that was yeah, that was that was crazy, man. So I, yeah, I definitely that was one of my favorite movies. That's one of the movies that I could watch if it came on like right now. I would just definitely oh, yeah, watch man. it. Man. So it's one of the things. Hey man, if it came on right now, I would I would turn the finals off and watch Five Heartbeats right now. No lie. Yeah, I would. Yeah, man. Yeah, so it's a great. It's definitely man a great movie. So shout out, shout out to the Five Heartbeats, man. It's still relevant, and from 1991, we were nine years old, man. So to be able to see a movie, to be able to still age well, and be a great movie. Cause he was like, oh, baby doll. <laughs> So, Baby, so had, hey man, my pop, yeah. my pops and I used to man. That's one of my pop favorite movies too, man. My pops and I used to watch that all the damn time, man. Oh For yeah, real. I already know Big Hair, so that would be definitely the up his alley, though. Shoot, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, hey, shout out, shout out the coffee. <laughs> hey, coffee, coffee, <laughs> hey, man. But, uh, hey, man, wild stuff, man. But lastly, a great man, movie, man. Great move, great movie, man. So. Lastly, you know, before we get off here, man, that's one of the shows that I didn't catch until later was The Wire. 16 years today, man, The Wire became a cultural phenomenon, but it wasn't that popular when it was on. And I ain't gonna lie, I was in college when The Wire was on. So when I moved out, oh, damn, LeBron just got kicked in the head. But, uh, that damn yeah, Draymond Green. But, uh, yeah, The no, Wire I was, was about to say, Draymond strikes again. <laughs> came out in 2002, so I was in college, so I didn't have HBO. So that was one of those things I had to catch later, man. But to watch all the seasons, man, and to see the writing and how they were willing to kill a character off to move the story along, is, to me, is one of the greatest. It's one of those shows that you – both I'll tell you, it's one thing you just have to, like, watch, man. It's like – because to see the intricacies and you see – it's just more about than this dope. It ain't like New Jack City. It's to see the full effects of – how the drug game yeah. has the politics and everything. it's a great show, man. So we did like a little uh thing on Twitter talk about our favorite wire moments. So shout out to our homeboy Ray, he gave us some moments, man. So I was always an Avon fan, you know, one of the lead characters, which was uh was at Wood Harris, and I liked uh, Marlo, and I like Weebay. And if everybody knows, most people are crazy now. They know Weebay from a damn uh gif when he does the whole like he's shot because he shot a cop. So you know, the wire is a great. Great show, man. Anybody who hasn't watched it, man, it's one of those things that invest in getting HBO Go for a month or whatever or Amazon or however it is and why catch up on it and then cut it off if you want to, man. But you definitely you'll be you'll be entertained, man, and it makes you think. It's not one of those shows you can just watch like text. You really have to watch to get the intricacies of what was going on. So totally different from power. I love that- power, but they're totally different shows. So definitely shout out to one of these, you know. It's been very popular show, so so I really learned to like love later because when I actually had time to watch it. So shout out to that man. My, my brother, it looked like we about we about done, man. So I guess you can close the song out for mm-hmm. uh, you know the positive notes, man, and we'll we'll hop off this thing. Yeah, I wrap it up for so uh, positive vibe. Something for you guys to take away this week is um, I want to say how you make others feel about themselves says a lot about you. Um, so I, I, I want to put that into the air because there's a lot Mike and Jay and I talked about, you know, a lot of the racial things that are going on in our society. And 
many of us are going through different things in our home life and personal life, um, work life, so forth and so on. Um, from a personal standpoint, when it comes to family and, and friends and friends that you consider family and all that type of stuff, um, and even strangers, you know, let it let let those positive things exude. You know, we all every, this day and age, everyone gets caught up again on on you know what I'm driving, what I have. Look at me on Snapchat. Look at me here. Look at me there. So forth and so on. But just remember, you know, that treating individuals, you know, well says a lot about yourself too. Um, it, it you know it shows a lot of character, but it shows that you are beyond just some of the superficial things. So just remember um, that that what you're doing um, to other people and how you treat folks says a lot about yourself. And that's what that is the this week's motivation from Bowtie Freshman. And I hope y'all have a great and prosperful prosperous <laughs> week. Yeah. Can't talk right now. Watching this game and got a little wine. Um, but uh, hope you have a great hope y'all have a little great week, and uh, we will we will get back at you or Bowtie Fresh will at least Mike J. What you got for the people? Oh man, I'm just gonna shout you know the shout out the great. I want my corners. So for those people who watch who watch the wise, you'll get you'll you'll get that man. So you know, also shout out to Stringer Bell because he did everything he he you know he lived his life as a drug dealer. But he also went to the community college, so you can always get your education too, y'all. So you know, shout out shout out to all the stuff we talked about today. Shout out to Lil Uzi Vert, and also for y'all, you know, listening to the show, please rate, review, share. You know, t-shirts coming soon. Like I like both time I said we are doing this out the trunk, independent, black owned, and quote masterpiece. We bout it, bout it. So uh, oh, definitely share it. Right, right, right. Yeah, so we'll talk about that, man. So we'll catch y'all next week, man. Appreciate all the love and support, and we'll holler at y'all. Also, Later. also, also, shout out to one of our family members, uh, the grown man. Uh, she lost her dad recently, so definitely, definitely keep her in prayers. Oh yes, no doubt, no doubt, yes, definitely prayer, prayer. Shout out, shout out, to the, shout out to the homie uh, Twinkle. So I have a shout out to her. That's right. All right, man. Hey, my brother. All I'll right, let you know. Peace. All right, man. Later. Later. Stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829 while supplies last. See store for details. Stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829 while supplies last. See store for details.